everyone it is dave and jeff it is august 16th 2023 boy i cannot wait for monday live show we're gonna be live uh we set everything up tonight dave and i are gonna be live on the ob pier we're gonna be live at the ob well we're gonna broadcast live from the cafe dave i'm so excited we saw news today that for the first time in my entire time living here, a hurricane is heading directly for San Diego. How about that? Monday night, Hurricane Hillary. Yeah. Put her in jail. Lock her up. <laughs> Check her emails. Check her emails. James Wood will be our special guest. And then it's James. Should, you know what we should get? We should get Jamie James Chambers. Wood. We should get Jamie Chambers, Stan's grandson. Geraldo? <laughs> uh, it's Geraldo. James. Yeah, I said James Wood. That's the Padre. Jimmy Woods. Great actor, Trump supporter. We'll all be live out there, and uh, we're just going to storm every, everybody in that doesn't believe in global warming. Yeah, <laughs> great. I swear to God, we're going to be we're not doing a show Sunday. We're going to be here Monday well, with this goddamn garage door open. Okay, good deal. Well, what I'm looking at it says seventy percent chance on Sunday and Monday. Yeah, see. That's a lot of live coverage. No. <laughs> now, look, I've never been in, in a hurricane. Neither have I. I have a sister-in-law who lives in Florida. is in a bunch of them. We got Dream Date Lori Burtman lives in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that's crazy. She She's so busy taking selfies right now. She's not doing anything to get us ready for Hurricane Hillary. Get together, Burtman. Imagine what skip things. Just get out of the closet, Lori. Stop taking so many pictures of your clothes. With your fancy glasses. Come in the living room with the rest of us. <laughs> watch a little LSU baseball. Get let's the watch, fuck out of there. Let's watch a couple VHS tapes. Take off your goddamn Yarmer Yager jersey. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on in here. Let's watch our matchup as we took on the Florida Gators. Let me tell you about Warren Morris. Let me tell you about Ben McDonald. <laughs> She has to know she's family now. I love her, dude. She's the absolute best. Complete maniac. But, you know, we'll bring Bertman in. We'll fly her in on the station jet. She'll be live. What are we doing, Dave? That's so simple. She'll be, Lori, you'll be live on Newport Avenue. She'd be the only one not crying because you and I'd be a complete wreck. I can't wait. Is Joe Lazura available? He's busy. Yeah, I bet. Close the blinds, Joe. Okay? Please? Hey, guess what? I want to mention the people over at Bright Bail Bonds. That's a perfect perfect segue. (laughs) If you find yourself in front of the blinds, shaking hands with the governor, you probably need this number. Go ahead and read it, David. 888-669-0295. Fabian and Miguel, they've written more than 20,000 bonds, so you know you're in good hands. Look, they're the professional, confidential, caring people that you're going to want when you're in trouble. Bright Bail Bonds, nothing like it. 888-669-0295. In every one of these situations that we talk about, whether it's guys in front of the window... Guys hanging out with 14-year-old chicks. Jesus. You're innocent until proven guilty, right? That's a good thing about living in, in the good old USA. Lee Greenwood sang so beautifully about it. <laughs> but while they put you in jail, you want to get your ass out of jail, and that's when you're going to call 888-669-0295, available 24-7, even on holidays, even on Stormwatch. Two great things to check out on the website. I love reminding you of these. First is the FAQ section covers everything from what is a bail bond. I think it's a great question. 
And how does it work? The other area to check out is their blog. The blog is so good. Dave, when are you going to start writing blogs on DaveAndJeffShow.com? I will not. Okay. Well, <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, Fabian and Miguel's blog provides great information on topics such as navigating a DUI yeah. bail bond and, uh, and many, many others. So the website, brightbailbonds.com, but the number you need in your wallet Triple eight six six nine zero two nine five. Absolutely, Kyle Fluger is who you want to talk to when it comes to your website, or you need a football mm-hmm. commissioner. Yeah, Kyle's the draft. Kyle's your guy. Again, Kyle is uh, breached out, or is that right? He branched out. Mithralmedia.io is the way to get a hold of him, and Mithral Media is the name of his company. That does that's not important. You're going to want his phone number. It's going to be really easy. 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Also, if you need help with a brand new website or fixing the one that you have, 10% discount off his services if you tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Well, Dave and I don't do enough on our website. We have a beautiful website, so we're going to call Kyle get 10% off because we're going to learn... <laughs> Item number four, which is content and creative. That's it. Dude, we're just going to go chat GBT and start writing blogs. Oh, that'd be great. That's going to be so good. Look for those coming probably in the third quarter 2025. Other thing that you have, media and marketing, management and maintenance. Listen, he manages our website. It's absolutely incredible. And he can teach you how to do the same for yours. And, of course, where it all starts, design and development. You can look at DaveAndJeffShow.com, but also... Uh, go to mithralmedia.io where you can see the websites he's built for Cali Barbecue, Corner Draft House, West Coast Barbecue, Victory South Bay, and many, many more. Plus, uh, Kyle also has a great blog for ideas. They meant to ask you earlier, when are you going to start writing blogs for DaveAndJeffShow.com? When am I going to start? Yeah. As soon as I figure out ChatGBT. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, we'll look forward to that third quarter of 2026, <laughs> but for right now, mithralmedia.io. <laughs> There you go. Speaking of Kyle, huge Cubs fan. Yeah. You got to go and you got to see the highlight today of the Cubs uh, walk-off home run. You were in the car driving over here when okay. it happened. Okay. I've never seen a player this excited. It was the Morel kid. Dude, I got a great story about that okay. kid. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying you got to see it. So um, by the time you hear this, hopefully uh, people will, will check it out. But you got to see this. I mean, he reacted crazier than if you hit a home run in the seventh game of the World Series. No way! And it was a walk-off against the White Sox. So you know it meant oh, something. yeah. But it was a big three-run home run with, two, I think, two outs. It was it was awesome. But holy shit, you got to see the celebration. I, I told you guys when I got back. It was, I, I think, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, yesterday, I was at Wrigley Field. Yeah. And, uh, and my buddy Trevor Bertsloff at work was nice enough to get us field passes and uh, my son Stephen and I are just sitting there, and I I kind of move over by like where Andy Green is. I was going to chat with Andy for a minute, and then uh, a ball drops right at my foot, and I grab it. And then a bunch of players I, I was telling you were signing autographs, and a couple of college girls there, and I I just said to them, "Hey, help me out! I got to get a ball signed for my son from San Diego." And they said, "Yeah, here's Christopher Morell." Dude, he was such a nice oh, guy. Wow. He was so great. And I just said, hey, I'm getting a sign from my son. Hey, good. You know, just chatted oh, for cool. 30 seconds. But uh, Jack has the ball on his desk. He loves it. And now he and I are cheering for Morell oh, every night. Cool. And, oh, dude, that's great. Yes. At Wrigley? At Wrigley. Landed right right in the, the screen. Like, you know what I mean? Didn't go over the wall, but the screen caught it. Uh, it was one of those. So here's here's a quick question. How do we handle it? Because you've been there. Yeah. And I've been there. And I said it leading in. 
Like the first time I was almost on system overload, where it took me about five innings to totally bring it in. Bring it in. The last time I was there on the field, yeah. get the ball signed by Morell. Incredible seats down the left field line. I had been there the previous week all around Wrigleyville, had a few yeah. cocktails because we're not driving. Dude, it's so great, Dave. And I talk about Toronto. I talk about New York. I lived in London. I was lucky enough to do that and travel. Dude, I think I now have a new number one spot on my tourist destination, and it's Wrigleyville. It's that yeah. whole area there. It's the ability Josh to and go. I walked around there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and dude, every place we went, every whether we went to Cubby Bear, went to Sluggo or Sluggers, Sluggos, Sluggers. Fuck, dude, I don't even know. Dude, Murphy's. We were at a bunch of times. We were at this tiki bar. Every fucking place we went, they were nicer than the bar before. Like yeah, it was so. It was. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's in a neighborhood that's not bad. Like dude, you it's feel great. Yeah, and they're but we walked throughout the neighborhood. Like, we walked blocks and blocks around the neighborhood yeah. to see what it was like. It was so fun and the whole deal, but I'm a Pots fan. Yeah. So how do I manage that, right? I mean, where you go. Dude, all right, here you go. How do you do? You know what I'm saying because you've oh, been I, there. All right, so, yeah, I told you. When I went, completely shocked. I mean. Cubs fans were un, off the charts, dude. Maybe they, the nicest fans they, I've ever they were, sat they, with. They were, they were, <laughs> they were great. Here's what's funny is, you know, you do this tour and, and obviously Petco, I kind of take out of it. Cause honestly, I do believe Petco is awesome. Yeah. I am looking forward to seeing the, you know, giants ballpark Oracle awesome. uh, next, uh, next month. The A's are fun. You'll be yeah. there. Oh, I'm going to that uh, against the tigers will be packed. And, um, but, but I've, as I've done this whole thing and I literally, I've told you about this for years, as long as you and I've been doing the show, I really wanted to go to the old Yankee stadium. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember free FM. I used to wear a t-shirt all the time. It was the last year I said, I'm going. Yeah, and we to. didn't go because we lost uh, we lost the job, and I was like, yeah. I can't go spend money. I was I getting married. Yeah, I didn't know when the fuck I'm gonna. <laughs> so I missed the original Yankee Stadium, but I used to have like dreams about it. Well, I've yeah. been to Yankee Stadium now a few times, the new one, and it's great, but you don't feel anything. There's, yeah. you don't feel anything in Boston. It's like going back in time, but it's really uncomfortable. It's I'll not, be at both next summer. Yeah, it's uh, it's worth going, but yeah. think about this. All right, if we had season tickets, ask your kid. Could you come every night here? It is. It is. Your knees will hurt. Your butt's yeah. going to hurt. Your back's going to hurt. It's not a comfortable place to be. Stay for the whole game. Stay oh, for yeah. this week, Caroline, the whole deal. So when we went to Wrigley, I've told you the story, how, how like it took my breath away. Shocked because I've seen yeah. so many games on TV. Not what I expected. You can't get out of the TV what you get out of it in person when you're there. I grabbed a Budweiser. I'm not a beer drinker. Right. Especially at a ballpark. But I was like, fuck it. Harry Carey used to Dude, drink Budweiser. To. So I grabbed a Budweiser first thing and walked in. And I told you, tears are rolling down my face. Shocked me. It's unbelievable. Now, here's the here's the the most disappointing thing. As we have the Dodger game on, just got done watching the Padre game. I fucking like the song when the, when the Cubs win. The song they play when the yeah. Cubs win. It <laughs> sticks in my head. The whole Cubs go, Cubs go. The whole yeah. I'm all in. And I and Kyle, we tease him about that big ass W flag he has in his garage. Fuck if I was a Cubs fan, I'd have one too, dude. I uh, it's, it's the whole it's thing. It's a cool organization. Yeah. The fans, yeah, I could uh, do dude, the I give zero credit for fucking giving a, getting a chance to be at both, me yes. in Boston and Chicago. The the vendors in Chicago, I told you, like walk down and bust the balls of anybody in the opposing colors, but not yeah. in a douche way. Yeah, like they just do it in a way like like you do it fancy football. It man, uh, yeah, 
Tom Brennan was right. If I had moved there, yeah, I probably yeah, would have been, been dead in a year. Yeah, you would have. But goddamn, it would have been, been great. You would have been, been under thoroughly. a pool table at Murphy's. Yes. Yeah, you would have. Just done with about six natty lights, little slider bus, uh, basket. You know what? Here, here, I don't want to give the name. If you want to give the name, because I'm not sure what we're allowed to say. But you and I know a guy who was a Hall of Famer who said his dream would be to work for the Cubs one day. And oh, that, yeah. I think that says a lot. Yeah. Said, of all the organizations, that's the organization. And the guy's been around. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. So, yeah, I, I don't know. But you mentioned that. And like I said, Rogers Center, if you're able to go there and the roof is open, yeah. it's com- Josh loved it. Okay. That, yeah. I wanted to ask. I'm glad you, you didn't let that go. Josh did his top five the other day he put out. I don't know if yeah. you saw on Twitter because he was in, just in Seattle. And he loved Rogers Center, and he couldn't yeah. couldn't understand why it wasn't more popular. Because it's a dome, and so many times when you're there, the roof is closed. And yeah. I think when he, he was, was there, it was open. Yeah, dude. he said it was hot as fuck though. It was like a hundred degrees, just beating down on him. He's like, "Why don't you guys shut the fucking roof?" They go, "It takes twenty minutes." Good. So what? We're gonna be here for three hours. Let's shut the go. Fucking roof. Close the roof. <laughs> but he thought it was cool as hell. Yeah, that one's really. But the problem is, if you go, don't sit behind home plate. I think Lager. he sat down third base. Yeah, place. perfect. Dude, the seats are great. Fans are cool. Yep. Um, I, I tell you, the underrated one is Comiskey. Did you guys go no, there? Didn't make it. We were only there for a couple days. Okay. Yeah, and we hit Wrigley twice. But, I wanted to hit Wrigley in a day game and a night game. Been to Wrigley twice, been to Comiskey twice. They're both great. Yeah. And now, it's funny, is we're, we're going next summer. We're going to hit Philly, Boston, both New Yorks. I was Good. lucky enough to be over the original Yankee Stadium right after Mickey Mantle died in a helicopter. But I never I never got in. But City Field's nice, dude. I, it's yeah. not it's not what people think. I, I'm dying to know what you think about City Field. Everyone said to me, "Oh, it's it's better than Yankee Stadium." Well, it, it did. It's it's not. It, and remember John Rocker was comments in Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Every time you take the 7 train, it's like going through Kuwait. And Jesus I was like, Christ, remember he said, right. a, yeah. said a bunch of crazy shit. Dude, he's not wrong. Yeah. I hate to say it. it it's it's taking that subway on the seven. You're just going through the worst areas you've ever seen in the United States. Oh, wait States. till you get home to, or wait till you get up to Oakland and take that BART. <laughs> Hang on. God. Hang Hold on. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Wait, take the BART and dude, I dig the A's. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm a Raider guy. Yeah. Saw Raider games up there. I, I love that place. I've had great memories in the Oakland Coliseum. Take that BART yeah. from the Coliseum to San Francisco, and when you look out the window, yeah, uh, dude, especially if you're if you're heading from Oakland to uh, the Bay into into San Francisco, and you sit on the right side of the train, it's goddamn tent city. For like really? seven miles. Fuck. Seven miles, man. Wow. I mean, we looked downtown. I was downtown the other night. And downtown San Diego, you came off. I left here. Yeah. And I had to cut through downtown. And I got off, what is it, like right where the 94 is, right before B Street, whatever yeah. that exit. Fuck, I've only lived here 50 years. some point, I'll figure it out. And, dude, you get off and you take a left. What is that, Pershing? I don't know. And uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck, man. You come off under the freeway and it is just packed. It looks like people camped out to get goddamn Asia tickets. (laughs) 
and uh, and then all of a sudden you get through, yeah, and you're in the gas lamp, yeah, and then all of a sudden you get down and you're down by Seaport Village, and there's couples walking around their twenties, right, and and probably having a nice date night, and yeah. you go three miles the other way, people are trying to figure out what the fuck they can do to survive the night. And three miles this way, you got a couple that look like they just fell off of MTV having a date night walking the water. Yeah. Oakland, it's goddamn, it feels like 20 miles of people. Burned out buildings. Wow. Burned out cars. Man, it's bad. It, it, when you The pictures you took when you see all the chain link fences around yeah. that, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. And yeah. what used to be cool is you felt like when you got off the BART at the Coliseum and you walked in... And you would see pussies like that are Kansas City Chief fans. Oh, my God. What in the hell is this? You live in Kansas City, you fucking dork. Why don't you go back there, you four-eyed fuck? <laughs> What'd you say about our stadium? I didn't even live in Oakland. I went to two games every 10 years. What'd you say? Huh? There's not a Pearl Vision Center around here. You better watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> And now you go and you're just like, is that a body down there in the water? Jesus. Jesus. Is it five? Is that a dead fish? Jesus Christ. What the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah. And it kind of lost. Uh, there was a little bit of an allure as a Raider fan walking in. Yeah. And now you walk in, you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> Speaking of football, you watching any preseason games? I haven't. Um but I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, today I was working really hard, but somehow was able to clear out forty-five minutes and just fucking around in ESPN draft. Yeah. How about that, Aaron Rodgers? I do it every year. <laughs> fucking guy, I hate more than anybody. Oh, fuck. I'm more disappointed here in the ESPN drafts. I Damn stole it. him. What's your team name? Oh, I just... Jeff's Jazzy Team. Fucking no. ESPN. Pussies. DJ Jazzy. <laughs> It's not, but it might be for, uh, it might be for the league we have oh, Christ, but I just was like, I just wanted to see, but I was like, I ended up, I'm not going to review my team. Okay. Cause I, I can't think of anything worse, <laughs> um, but it's kind of fun. And now all of a sudden you go, all right, so I'll have that team. And then, uh, and then our team with Erica, and then our team with uh, the 10 Dummies. When are we doing that one? I was going to jump oh, out if you guys did ESPN, but fuck it. You're in. Dude, I hate it. I forget uh, every time to set my team. I'm the guy that fucking ruins well, it for all the guys. Just put the app on your phone. And, then, and Pete's a puss, dude. Pete's Pete in this league. No, he got out. Thank we, God. He kept giving all his players to your son. It was, it was cooked. It was collusion. Yeah, we uh, we added Laura. God, girls. good. In. Laura's fucking mean as a hornet she's not giving your kid any players dude she's not <laughs> and neither's her goddamn mouth breathing friend <laughs> i don't think erica's a mouth breather i'm just trying to set the tone right now get people set the tone, get in red. yeah but i can't wait so no I'll, now i gotta watch hard knocks yeah. be all excited did you watch this, uh, episode two i've not watched episode two yet. all right it's good dude i'm gonna, gonna finish like episode the, one okay the first two minutes it's where you don't even need to watch an order. The first two minutes are right up your fucking alley. Okay, good. I'll watch okay. both. I like it. My, my wife doesn't watch that shit. I had to show her the first two minutes. She liked it? it was, well, it, was, well, it had nothing to do. It was, the, it was a mentalist came in. 
Oh, the guy, good. The, that's what I was saying. It's right up your okay, alley. Okay, I'll watch right that. Right at the fucking Del Mar Fair. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I like all and, that. And me too. I was like, oh, this well, is fucking great. But I think, too, we, we said this the other night. Yeah. The idea that the Jets are not really giving them a whole lot of help yeah. kind of makes me look at it a different way, and we'll go back and, and watch it now. I thought it was just NFL films trying to be overly cute. Yeah. But it sounds like the Jets are like, no, fuck you. We're not going to do anything. But, yeah, with Delvin Cook coming in and everything else, I want to watch it. I will say this. Are you watching quarterback at all? The one, I, Dude, I couldn't uh, get into it. Even, even with, with Cousins, Cousins on it. Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd like Because I think Kirk Cousins is coming off pretty good. Uh, that's what everybody has said. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, for, I like his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for people who don't know, it's, uh, it's, it's Kirk Cousins, it's Mariota, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Dude, Mahomes. Yeah. I, I wish can't the, stand Mahomes' wife. I wish the other two were, were different. Yeah. So the thing is, you watch these guys. I've been watching that show, but then I watched Hard Knocks. I'll, I'll say this. You and I are huge football fans. Always yeah. have been. Whatever. Chargers leave. We're still fans of the NFL, okay? Sure. <laughs> People, so I'm sorry. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. I'm still a fan of the league. Whatever yeah. you guys want. Yeah, I'm I okay. love the NFL. When I'm watching Aaron Rodgers, especially in episode two, that's why I'm kind of curious to know what you think. And I know you hated him forever because he, he played against the Vikes. Yeah. Dude, he, he's crazy smart. Like he, oh, yeah. He, like, he talks, the way he's talking in episode two, and I'm watching the other three quarterbacks, also veterans. Okay. He's at a whole nother level, man, on what he sees and how he reacts. And, and it's not kissing his ass, because trust me, I wanted to hate Aaron Rodgers as much as the next guy. I'm amazed at how much he has I, broken the game down and what goes through his head at a fast pace. I just, uh, don't give anything away, because I'll, I'll watch it tonight. But where I actually got a little respect for him over the last couple of days Nathaniel Hackett is a dope. He's a complete dope because I was in Denver. I, I've said it a thousand times when he got hired. That being said, he's just a dope, but he's a nice enough guy who was way over his skis as head coach. He's not a head coach. He's an assistant coach. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we've seen that. A bunch of times. But but he came off as an incredibly nice guy, a guy yeah. who was very, right, we've seen plenty of guys be hired for different roles where they're a douche. Yeah. I never thought Nathaniel Hackett was a douche. I just thought he was over the skis. The guy who I think's a douche is Sean Payton. I just think I agree. I think Sean Payton. I really, really liked him last year on the herd. I thought all those different things he did, and then to come out and go after a guy like Hackett is low hanging fruit. And I, I thought it's a douche move by yeah. by a fucking guy. Really, when you look at Sean Payton, that's a guy with those teams that he had in New Orleans. Yeah. I know he got the one, and as a Viking fan, and it was a long time ago. Got it. Yeah, but he got one, yeah. and as a Viking fan, you'd love to have one. Yeah. But he got a pretty fucking big mouth for a guy that, that got one. I and, agree and with you. And that's the thing that I've always said about Rodgers, is yeah. he's another guy with a fucking pretty big mouth that only has one. Yeah. But Rodgers has a big platform. And for him to come to the defense of Hackett, but then the bullshit that happened and I, I heard it was it was either heard or Rome or somebody was talking about that uh Peyton has outlawed like beach hats yeah, and yeah, all this different yeah, no shit. Sunglasses. And all the jets showed up with it to fuck yeah, with him? Yeah. Okay, I'm that that's right up my alley. Yeah. So did they talk about any of the hackage shit? Have they shown they did, any? Of just in episode one. Okay. That, that that was episode one. And when you're watching, I don't, I don't dislike Hackett. You and no. I have been close enough to the league over the years 
well, we understand from coaches we've spoken to, there's a fraternity. You right. don't you don't break into yeah, the fraternity. Shitty. He completely crossed the line. There wasn't a coach, I think, in the NFL, assistant or head coach, that was okay with what he said because no. it went against everything you and I have ever heard. Yeah, there have been a lot of guys. I mean, I remember when Dennis Allen, who's currently the coach of the yeah. Saints, was the coach of the Raiders. Way over his skis. Yep. Way over it, right? Yep. We've seen it. Riles. Yep. Mike Riley sure. may have been over his. He was. Yeah. I mean, different guys have had it, but you don't see guys openly come out and do that kind of shit. Like, if yeah. you're going to come in and do the thing with Russell Wilson, where it's like, hey, dude, you're not having an office and a secretary. I'm all for that. Yeah. I like that. Good for you. But but taking a shot at guys that that just kind of made a run at it and didn't, yeah. and didn't do much and probably has a lot of regrets about how that ran and had to be embarrassed. I just thought that was kind of shit. You know what? I don't even care what what you do for a living. But even yeah. even I know you like the guy a lot that you were placed in management. You know, at Update, like you you oh, were yeah. friends with him. But he elected to. Yeah, leave. exactly. But you didn't come in and go. Oh, he was completely fucking this up. <laughs> no, you know, thank God I'm I, here. That's what I'm saying. It's one, one of my close, close friends. Still is. But even if he did, I know you well enough to know you wouldn't do that. No, and yeah. I, and I've taken over for people. And dude, I, honestly, I always say I wasn't here. I don't right. want to talk. His name's don't bring his name up. I'm not going to say one negative thing. And and that's. Always the way I've done. I think it's fair. I'd hate if somebody did that to me. Right. Because you sit and you go, you bust your ass and you do the best job you can. And then someone is going to come after you to make himself look better. That's what Sean Payton's thing was. Dude, I'm rooting against the Broncos more than any team in the NFL this year. Yeah. Um, The woman I replaced, uh, there there was a difference in style. Yeah. And, and people said things, but I love her, man. She's family to me. She's family to Jack and Cade. I agree with you 100%, Dave. I just... I don't. I don't get involved in any of that. There's no benefit to that, and uh, and yeah. I mean, she'll be a friend as long yeah. as she'll allow me to be a friend. I love her. You know, the one guy that was an assistant coach with the Chargers that we used to speak to that you knew was going to be a head coach and be good at it mm. was Ron Rivera. Yeah, like we all knew that he wasn't going to be overwhelmed. No, uh, Ron was great. There were a couple of other. I hope guys Ron that... gets a quarterback before he gets fired in Washington. Yeah, hope he gets like Caleb Williams or something next year. I mean, fuck. But, Dude. But, Ron, yeah. but, but Ron's in control of his franchise. Well, I mean, the whole Eric Bieniemy yeah. thing was a little weird, though, right yeah. out of the gate. I mean, for a guy who's who's handled that a long, long time and didn't really know, I mean. Well, what seem, do you think? Did Bieniemy make the wrong move? It was a lateral move. No, he had to get but, out of Kansas City. But you, because, went, but you aren't going to look good going without a quarterback. Well, he's going to look different because – there, it's funny how Matt Nagy could be in that spot and immediately get hired as head coach of the Bears. But Bienemy is that guy in that same role, no matter what Andy says or what the team says, and you're looked at as just a guy, you know, holding the holding the headphone wire. Um, now nah, there's no race issues in the NFL. Why would anybody say that? So for Bienemy, you had to do it. You got to go and change up and show people what you can actually do. I just don't think putting myself in a position to succeed. He might be in the worst position. I mean, Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, those are his quarterbacks. But if you if you want to be a head coach, you have to be able to go there. And people are going to watch because he's calling the plays. Yeah. What's their offense look like, right? What are they doing on those third and sevens? What are they doing on third and one from the goal line? What What is he doing calling the plays? And look, the guy, the guy that I'm probably the most impressed with right there, Dave, is Ron Rivera. Because you got new ownership coming in. You don't really have a quarterback. Yeah. And you're turning your offense over to a guy in the enemy 
that everybody says has been the guy, but but it's a bit of a calculated risk. But I like it. I'm I uh, I'm happy for the enemy. It'll be interesting to see if he really was the guy, right? Because well, Mahomes and Kelsey always talk about Reed. But you want Reed's offense. I got it, but they were pretty complimentary of Eric Bieniemy as well. It's 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 interesting to see how it goes. I hope I hope he succeeds because he's been waiting a long time. Dude, I, you need more diversity but, in the head coaching spots, man, and that's a guy. Well, do you see what Mike Rabel did? Yeah, that was very cool. Like more teams, I think, yeah. should follow what Mike Rabel did. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. If people didn't see Mike Rabel, Dave, who was the assistant? I coach? I can't remember the the coach's name. Oh my gosh, I'm mind blanking. Mike Vrabel let one of his defensive assistants take over as head coach uh, and ran the entire thing for one of the weeks uh, preseason. And yeah. I thought it was, Dave, you're right. And giving him an opportunity to be the head coach. Exactly right. Everything, wow. even handle the media, everything that went on to being a head coach and yeah. let everybody see, hey, here's an opportunity. Yeah. So you're uh, only getting three preseason games, but he gave one away. Uh, you find the coach? Uh, I'll find it. It was just a very, very cool story by Mike Vrabel. Um, now, let me see one thing. Do your thing, and then I'll... No, well, that, that, that my point was, that's forward thinking. Terrell Williams. Yeah, and it was yeah, exactly right. It wasn't the NFL who said, this is what we're going to do moving forward. It was forward thinking by someone who's been around the league as a player, as a coach, who said, this is the kind of opportunity you need to start giving. Other well, teams need to do the same thing. Uh, either Terrell Williams. It is Terrell Williams. Yeah. yeah. And loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Perfect opportunity. And Dave, you're right. Kudos to, to Mike Vrabel, to the Titans, and more teams should do it. Yeah. Really give guys an opportunity. Have fun. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. All right. So uh, real quick, I want to go back to John Conniff was in here the other night. Yep. And, and I honestly believe it was, not only did I think it was the best Padre show we did all year. Yeah. I think it was the best Padre show you're going to hear. If you, if you didn't get a chance to hear it, go back and listen to John Conniff when he joined us two nights ago. He was uh, he was absolutely outstanding. I thought he gave great insight. If you're a Padre fan, most of you who listen to the show are Padre fans. But what goes on, you know, inside the organization, what's coming up, what you're looking forward to, um, pretty exciting. I, I thought John just did an outstanding job as a guest, and and it was great having him in. Well, and today, ESPN put out their top 50 prospects in baseball. Padres have two of the top 10. That's awesome. Uh, Salas was nine and Merrill is 10. Yeah. And that was the thing because Dave, you asked me a couple of weeks ago, are you moving Merrill? Are you moving Merrill? And boy, I was really quick. Yeah. You just move him. Off he goes. And I will tell you when you look and the number four prospect, why his name was in my head, the number four prospect in all of baseball, Jackson Holiday of the Orioles, number one. Number four is James Wood. Yeah. The outfielder that was included in the deal for Juan Soto. And I meant to bring this up with John here the other night. But there was a feeling amongst people in baseball that early on that deal for Soto appeared to be done for Abrams... Uh, Hassel Gore. and Gore. And maybe whatever eventually it was that got thrown in, right? Luke Voigt or Hosmer or whatever. <laughs> but it felt like there are people that said it almost had been agreed to. And then all of a sudden, James Wood comes in. And one of the reasons why you look at that, especially tonight, 
is Grisham made a huge play tonight. Played really well in center field. Home run that that was big late when you needed an insurance run. But if you're looking ahead to next year, yeah, and the idea that maybe Tatis slides over to center, and he had James Wood, who's the number four prospect in baseball, coming in to play right, that'd be pretty nice. Depending on what happens with Soto. So, again, I I don't I don't we've we've said it. I love the Soto trade. It, we said it that night. Everybody in. Yeah, went for it. You went for it. Um, but when you find out, man, they may have been able to get that done. I don't know that to be true or false. Just saying that's what you hear a lot. And uh, and yeah, but uh, Salas yeah. number nine, Merrill number ten. Pretty good. Now, the deal is it's not like they're available next year. Correct. You're looking at a few years down the road to see those guys in a Padre lineup. So I'll, I'll ask about the pods. The pods, as of tonight, they as we do the show now, they just uh, took two out of three from the Orioles. Mm-hmm. They welcome the Diamondbacks into town for a four-game series starting tomorrow. Zach Gallon's on the mound again Yep. for the Diamondbacks, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Either way, Padres are four and a half back now in the wild card. Okay. So breaking it down, what they're they're they play to, tomorrow though too. They, that's what I mean tomorrow. Okay, yeah, it's a four game series. Okay, gotcha. Okay, it's Rich Hill against Zach Gallon. Oh boy, kind of don't like your chances. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, kind of don't like your chances. All right, so here's here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to that game actually, which every game I've been to, the Padres have won. You're going tomorrow. Going tomorrow night. Taking Rita. Getting your Don and Mud bobblehead? Is that right? Is it Don Tomorrow and Mud bobblehead night? Talking Don and Mud bobblehead. Jesus Christ. Dude, Crap. I'm glad I'm not getting the goddamn Hassan Kim one where the hat falls off. What do you mean by I, that? I'd fucking lose it under the table in two you seconds. Probably would. I, I just told you I would. I don't know why you feel the need to take shots. Well, because when you're so quick to point out that you're going tomorrow night. Is Don, is Mud going to work that night that he has his own bobblehead? Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> fucking guy. Jesus. When the Umpires uh, think that fucking Mud takes a lot of days off. But when the bobblehead features two white guys and you can't wait to go, but when you said, thank God, thank God I didn't go when it was a minority player, it offends me. Well, dude, they made it with the hat comes off. All right. That's silly. So here we go. 27 and 14. Uh-huh. That's supposed to be the record they need to make it to the postseason. Do you feel confident they make it? I'm going to say the dumbest thing I've ever said, which is, uh, it's a pretty big statement. <laughs> I've said a lot of stupid shit. Maybe even tonight. Yeah. You're going to say they're going to make it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying tonight felt like the first game that we expected them to play all year. This literally is how we expected the season to go from opening night. I don't know that we've seen what we saw tonight. Um. God, I hate myself. I hate, I hate me. Because, Dave, they could so easily go out tomorrow and beat 7-1, to one, right? Yeah, they could. But, but they, tonight... But they could take 3-4. to four. They might drop the first dude. game, which odds are, if you're betting in Vegas, they would tell yeah. you the Diamondbacks should be favored tomorrow. Yeah. And they should win the next three. Your, your goofy wife loves that Dr. Pimple Pim- Popper. Yeah. She does. That show... I don't even know how that show got on TV. It's just <laughs> awful, the standards. But it feels like what we saw tonight was the accumulation of a boil that has developed since opening day. And it got bigger and worse and more infected and everything else. Yeah. And tonight, with the game that they played, 
Agler was all over it. First, last night with the Sanchez, a grand slam. Yeah. Incredible, yeah. right? Desperately needed. First yeah. grand slam of the year comes from the Sanchez. Yeah. Then tonight. Dodgers have hit 11, but keep calling oh, yourself Slam right? Diego. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> By the way, San Diego had two in the top 50. He had one. Fuck off. Nice minor league I, system. I don't what? think we need anybody. Oh, I, are, oh really? Are, are there something they're missing? Uh, yes. You want to build for the future, buddy. You always yeah. talk about Dodger baseball. I, I think we've been okay. Hey, we Ron, lost seven running pitchers. They're all in the fucking pros Ron right Say's now. Ron Say's not walking through the door. Thank maybe, God. Maybe watch your mouth. <laughs> Thank God. Dude, what are you, crazy? You, there's a guy Greg called Brock's o- not walking through the door. Maybe there's, watch your mouth. There's a guy called Otani. Supposed to be signing with us. I think yeah, we're going to be okay. I can't wait till he fucking We're about to win it. our 10th game in a row. I think we're going to be okay. Okay. Nice farm system, bitch. It's the best in baseball, asshole. What are you talking no, about? No, try the they Orioles. Are, no, Orioles are number two. Dodgers are ranked number one. I don't know how they can be. You got oh my one God. guy in the top 50. How about you do oh, some Jesus research? Jesus Christ. Uh, Go ahead. Where I'm sorry are you I called again? you a bitch. Yeah, did I? I did Why like, don't you apologize for about eight things you've said already? We'll be here all fucking night. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was probably a little aggressive. But it felt like you didn't see it, but Agler... Tonight. Yeah. I think it's about the sixth. Who who is Agler working with? Scan. Okay. And uh Agler says keep an eye on Fernando. Fernando's leading off first. Could be a good time to run. Orioles pitcher panics, throws over to first, air mails it, Fernando to third. And then Fernando, Agler, great call. Clean steal a home. To yep. the point, Dave, that the pitcher doesn't even make a throw. Left-handed pitcher is backs to nice. third. Gunner, Hand- Gunner Henderson off the bag. Yeah. And the pitcher, I think it was Gomez, is just staring in. And Fernando takes off. He doesn't even make a throw. And and Jesse said what I bet all of us were thinking that we're listening tonight. I was driving down here. Because? He goes, fuck yeah. <laughs> he did not. He didn't. No, that's a false statement. That would have been awesome. Yeah. What he said was, with all due respect to Fernando, he said that's the first time in a long time where I felt like watching Fernando on the bag. Yeah. And it, it, I had just thought it. I, I know others, if you, if you heard it, you were th- or maybe you were watching. But how many times did we see in Fernando's rookie year when, when first went to third and all those different yep. things and then a clear steal of, of home and, and that. And then Martinez comes out and pitches a great seventh. They get through the eighth. Hayter gets a save, a Grisham home run. Like those kind of things, Dave, where you go tonight and you go, holy fuck. Uh, you've had games where you've won 10 to 1. You're really weird and then get shut out the next day. But even when you watch those 10 to 1 games, yeah. it doesn't feel like necessarily like all the pieces snapped into place. Snell goes six innings tonight. Yeah. Right? X amount of games in a row. He's thrown six innings. Yep. He's now 10 and 8 on the season, 265 ERA. Fernando steals two and then steals home, steals second, goes to third on the air, steals yep. home. It just felt a little bit like the baseball we watched last year. Yeah. And that's why tomorrow night, the game you're at, to me, is fascinating. Because if they go out and they win a third game in a row and they kind of play like they did tonight, I mean, you know it. You coach. So much of it is the mental part of it. I don't want to hear any bullshit about how much fun they're having any of that. 
I'm just saying it felt like a lot of things that they've done very, very well in the past, they did tonight for the first time in a long time. And that's exciting. That's it. You just have to put back-to-back together. One right. thing they did yesterday's game, you know, which is um, Tuesday, is they scored with two outs. Yeah. It's really the difference of what the Dodgers do and what the Padres don't do. The Dodgers score a shitload of runs with two outs. Baseball, one thing, you can say whatever you want about the metrics do this, the metrics do that. Timely hitting is something you can't analyze. Right. It just happens when it happens. And it's one thing that has, has happened with the, the Dodgers, has not happened with the Pods. Pods will find themselves 16 games out tomorrow. That Forget about the division. That's not what they're going for. Yeah. So right now there's a 21.6% chance they make the postseason. If somebody was a free throw shooter and shot 21.6%, would you say he's going to make it? No, but what you have to do, Dave, is you just have to go, can you go and win tomorrow? You just got to, it's like a fight, like a 12-round fight. You just have to go out and and win the third round tomorrow. Yeah. And and look, beating Baltimore probably feels pretty good. But yeah. but I think for Melvin and the rest of them, you're like, fuck it. Okay, great. Got to go out and win the third round tomorrow. You got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. They've yeah. beaten a lot of good teams this year, right? Yeah. They've beaten a lot of good teams where how does that happen? And then how do you lose to the Rockies? How do you lose to Correct. the Diamondbacks? How do you lose to the Pirates? Yeah. It's happened all year. You just go, what the fuck? What happened to the games you're supposed to win? Yet you're able to beat the teams that will be in the postseason. So Harold Reynolds said something interesting today about the question was, are the Dodgers the only team that could beat the Braves in the playoffs? And he came back with two other teams. Okay. One of them, he said the Phillies. I disagree with, by the way. I don't think yeah. the Phillies had the pitching to beat the Braves. But he said, if they make it in, the Padres. And I don't disagree with that. Except for yesterday at lunch, when they're interviewing Cedric Mullen and they ask about the Padres, Harold Reynolds is the guy that blurts out, they're done. <laughs> it was either him or Cam Maven. Yeah, it might have been Maven. Because Harold Reynolds is the one that said, I still believe in him. He was always screaming that because he picked him to win the World Series. Well, then maybe it was Cam Maven because it was off camera. Yeah. But they were showing clips. Oh, fuck. And they're, yeah. I thought it was Harold it Reynolds. It could have been. They yelled, they're done. But then they win last night, Gary Sanchez, and uh, and off you go. What do you do with Gary Sanchez? Okay, so I, I threw it at you guys a couple days ago about J.D. Martinez to mm-hmm. go, here's your DH. I, I don't, still don't understand why he doesn't have Sanchez and Capasano in the lineup at the same time. Yeah. You DH one. The Dodgers do it all the time. Austin Barnes is horrible. Well, but they do it to give Will Smith a day off. I think it and was, Will Smith uh, DHs, and then if there's an injury or whatever, you just move them over. I think, uh, and then you use your bench to pinch it like normal teams used to well, do. Well, or like uh, Darren said, I think it was Darren said, or bring up Brett Sullivan. Dude, to me, but you have two guys who are hitting shit out of the ball. No, but I'm saying if you need that backup catcher okay. for whatever reason, what right? happens to the boy Nola? Dude, he's done. Fucking this but, guy, Preller, loves to have more than two catchers on the roster all the time. Well, Nola's still a triple-A, though. I mean, he's not. That's what I'm saying. Don't be yeah. surprised. Fucking but, this guy loves to. Remember we used to have uh, Christian Betancourt, remember? Yeah. Fuck. John Baker. <laughs> John fucking Baker. Dude, all these fucking guys were here. But, <laughs> and to me, like, here's the other thing that made no fucking sense to me at all yeah. last night. That game was out of hand very, very quickly. It was like yeah, the Sanchez Sanchez home run happens, I think, in the first. I thought it was the second inning. Could have been. Okay, but it still it was but it was all with two outs. Dude, yeah, they they killed Jack Flaherty. Yeah. yeah. 
But that game is 5 nothing, and then it's out of control by about the fourth or the fifth inning. I think it was 7 nothing in the second inning. Dude, at that point immediately, how do you not tell Cronenworth, hey, man, guess what? You got the night off, and fucking Matt Carpenter is in for the rest of yeah. the night. And give Matt Carpenter four at-bats. They waited until, like, the sixth inning. To give him a shot. Before you put Carpenter in. Yeah. And you go, dude, you're going to go in. You're going to get at least three at-bats. You're going to play defense. We're a fucking 10 to nothing game, dude. Yeah. Well, what are we doing? Because, it's like I said the other night. It's a coach over there. He looks football coaches. What the fuck's happening? Dude. Jesus. Put him in the game. I think, I think Bob Melvin hates him. Ah. I think he's on that roster. Melvin knows he doesn't belong on the roster. Yeah. And Melvin's pulling a fuck you move to Preller. Just sitting him there? Yeah, I can't I can't imagine. I've never seen anything like it in baseball. Ever. No. I mean, he gets in. But, dude, last night would have been the night. What, he's had one at bat since July 23rd? Yeah. That's fucking nuts, man. That dude, is crazy. Put him into that game. Yeah. And give him four innings at first. Yeah. Right? I, dude, I and, have no and, problem with and it. And get him back in the game. And the thing is, if you believe everything you fucking read... Boy, he's just quite the den mother. And yeah. everybody loves him. You're having a good night. Put him out there. Give him that opportunity. Yeah. And now he doesn't fucking have to hear about it anymore. Yeah. Because now it becomes two nights since he's been on the field. And if he goes out and he gets two hits or three hits, whatever. But holy shit, was there ever a time other than last night when he could have dropped him in in like the third inning? You know what I don't understand? When you, when you trade for a guy, especially you know on the deadline, and you bring in a guy like Garrett Cooper, okay? Mm -hmm. One thing I said about Cooper when they got him was, like, man, the guy's always been a Dodger killer. How do you not give Cooper more playing time? Yeah. More opportunities. And, you know, he finally got a home run the other day, but it's like, dude, you try and do your craft once every yeah. few days. I mean, look at Carpenter. He was overmatched by live pitching. Yeah, I got it. And he was overmatched because you don't see it. You, yeah. not, you aren't trained for it. BP right. is nothing close to live pitching. But that's why I said for, at least for Carpenter, put yeah. him at first. I, I, I mean, my point is, you, you don't even use Cooper the right way. Yeah. And you traded for him. Dude. It's very yeah. strange. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm not saying that's the reason they won't make the playoffs or whatever else. I just don't. To me, Sanchez and Capasano are two guys you want to see come to bat. I don't get why one's not DH and one's playing catcher. And that Carpenter's spot could be, I don't think it would be Nola. Because I think that's, right? I don't think we see Nola again. But yeah, Brett Sullivan at AAA. Yeah, and you could put Brett Sullivan sitting at the end of the fucking bench where Carpenter is. Yeah, and and not, it's not like Sullivan's the future catcher of the team. No, but now you've got a guy, you've got those guys, and you and you flip them every night or every other night. Camposano catches Sanchez DH, but what do you do with Sanchez next year? I say that they'll end up letting him go. Someone's going to end up giving him money. I mean, what does he have? Sixteen home runs. It's crazy. Someone's right? going someone's going to give him money. I mean, it is really an amazing story. The Yankees hated him. The Twins hated him. The Giants, the Mets. All of a sudden, he's never played better than right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't follow the Giants, the Mets. He was yeah. done with, with all of them. He was with the Mets for like three days. Yankees absolutely hated him. Yeah. I don't know if the Twins hated him. He just never was consistent. Yeah. But the Twins were trying to make him the everyday catcher, which was weird because Mitch Garver had been there. Garver goes to uh, the Rangers. The Rangers. I don't know that Jason Castro was there last year, but they've had a variety of guys coming through. Sanchez, they kind of look at as just a stopgap, but they went out and got Christian Vasquez at $10 million a year. Yeah. 
Dude, Sanchez is way outperforming what Vasquez well, Vasquez is could never hit. He's been a defensive guy. That yeah. was always Sanchez's thing. It's amazing now that the, anyone who follows the Yankees or watches the Yankees, Aaron Hicks in the outfield, who's now with the Orioles, and uh, Sanchez were two of the laziest players I've ever fucking seen in baseball. Like, amazing. I watch a shitload of Yankee games. I'm like, yeah. God, dude, it would drive me nuts pitching Sanchez. He's been great here. Yeah. He's been great. Pitchers love him. Dave, you should read that book, Inside the Empire. It's pretty pretty cool. It's yeah. that whole team, Sabathia, Sanchez, Judge, yeah. John Carlos Stanton. I think it's the uh, the seventeen year, or the eighteen year. Okay, pre- pretty good to see everything going on. There you go. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools? You think about getting in that pool? Nothing like doing it in the next few days. Don't want to do it on Monday, but uh, Taylor May Pools is definitely where you no. want to be when it comes to your perfect pool. Alan Taylor's been doing it for more than twenty years in San Diego. All you have to do is call, ask about available financing. Alan's number six one nine four four nine four four five two. Six one nine four four nine four four five two. It's a take him down Thursday, Dave. And uh well it's not. It's technically Wednesday, but a lot of people <laughs> hear this on Thursday. Uh Taylor made pools and spas, by the way. How about a spa? Wouldn't that be nice in a hurricane? Uh, new construction, complete remodeling, highest quality materials and workmanship. It's been a while since we did a celebrity pool. I know we've got birthdays coming up. I hope I'm not stealing your thunder. Dave, I'm trying to think the oldest woman that we ever have had on Take Her Down Thursday because it might be Eclipse today. Okay. The original Catwoman, Julie Newmar, yeah. is 90 years is old right? today. Wow. 90. Let me tell you, no doubt about it. Katie Temple, I completely cancel. <laughs> hey, Katie, sorry. And, ah, sorry. Would it be crossing the line to ask Katie to show up to dinner in a Catwoman contest, uh, uh, costume? We mean ask her. Does it every <laughs> night. Um, the celebrity pool is Julie Newmar. Okay. And I'm not lying. That phone wouldn't ring twice. If I look down, caller ID, Newmar. I don't even put Julie on this, but Newmar. Yo, on the way. <laughs> Julie Newmar, celebrity pool. Ask for the cat ears. Amy will fight it. Doesn't matter. I make the calls around here. 619-449-4452. Do you know what Amy had the audacity to say to me the other day? Huh? I couldn't believe it. I looked at her and go, I don't even know who you are. She goes, you know what? I hear these celebrity pools. Half the people, I don't even know who they are. I go, get the hell off this driveway. <laughs> Alan goes, I don't know what to tell you. I go, you know who they are. He goes, yeah, of course. <laughs> now I'm the champion. Amy's a champion, too. She just needs to watch more TMZ. Uh, but to get your tailor-made pool, your Julie Newmar, 90 years old. I am not kidding when I tell you. Yeah. She would be the headliner on Take Her Down Thursday. 61944. I could say I'm single. Yeah. I'll never ring up. Of course. Up. And she's over 14. Don't fucking judge <laughs> Jesus me. Christ. 619-449-4452. I always think it's dangerous when you get a scream. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry when it comes to real estate and obviously San Diego County. If you're thinking about selling your home, you're going to get a ton for it. Brian's going to get the most for it, though. At the same time, if you're looking to stay in San Diego and looking to make a move, whether a bigger house or a smaller house, nobody like Brian Curry. More than 25 years of doing it. 619-651-1588. 619-251-1588. Man, driving around Carlsbad today, 
just running and grabbing a bite to eat. I was Carlsbad into Vista. Yeah. There are so many cool areas. We always think, I, I shouldn't say we, I don't mean to drag you in, but I think a lot of us always think of Carlsbad, Lucadia, right on the beach, which is fine. But if you come back by us where my office is, which is that La Costa area, the Aviara area, man, there are some absolutely gorgeous homes. And if you wanted to move up to North County, I'll tell you the other thing, and I'll probably jinx it, Man, traffic back and forth has been pretty good. That's about to change when all you dipshits can't drive when the time change happens. Holy fuck. (laughs) It gets dark every year, okay? Okay. Figure it out. Wait till the driving on Monday in a hurricane. Good fucking luck to you. I'm not worried about that shit. Storm watch. That's what I'm here for. Just put our goggles on. Off we go. Alan has homes in Carlsbad available. Also, Escondido, Encinitas, Santee. All you got to do is give him a call at 619-251-1588. One thing we haven't mentioned for a while, he can also help with property management. 619-251-1588 or online, briancurryrealestate.com. I hope all you assholes who fought for the bike lanes go out right in front of your bike on Monday. Jesus Good fucking Christ. luck to you. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> that's right dan williams is you want to talk to when it comes to real estate when he's working with brian curry because one thing dan williams says all the time when you look at the home prices the one thing you want to do if you want to take advantage of what's going on in real estate in san diego you want to get pre-approved not just uh, qualified you want to get pre-approved remember dan williams is the person you want to talk to when it comes to your finances at the same time when you talk about buying your first home 858-688-6813 dave we only have about 30 seconds but sum it up in 30 seconds your thoughts on a reverse mortgage i don't know anything about it i don't either but you know who does dan williams yeah and i think it's one of those things as a homeowner we hear it a lot and we go is it beneficial depending on where we are what our financial needs are what our debt may be is a reverse mortgage right for you uh maybe but it might not be but the guy who can let you know and give you all the answers since Dave and I can't, is Dan Williams, 858-688-6813. Dan's mission is always simple, more money, less worry, and greater joy. And it's one of those things, Dave, because today, a couple of surgeries, man, I got to make medical payments, car payments, right? Kids are trying to get new phones, all these different things going on. And it feels like payment, payment, insurance payment, all these different things that we have to pay But when you manage your money and you manage your debt, I wanted to mention this. Coming up in L.A. at uh, a great follow for anybody who's a boxing or wrestling fan from Southern California, you can follow there's a Twitter account for the Olympic Auditorium. Legendary venue that used to have incredible fights, old school wrestling, and they are taking over the L.A. Museum, downtown L.A. Oh, wow. And starting this Sunday... It's completely free, an exhibit of all kinds of memorabilia, old school, from the old days of the Olympic Auditorium. And it's everything from robes, from Bobby Chacon, uh, Tweety Davila, Danny Little Red Lopez, great wrestling stuff like Fred Blassie's ring jacket. They've got rooms set up that look like an old school living room where videos are playing on the TV. They've got all these things that are going on for free. Roller derbies represented. Punk rock is represented. It's all really fun things. And I just say that because it's what we're doing this weekend. My boys and I are heading to L.A. to check that out. And we're not able to do that if you're not able to manage your debt, pay your bills. Dan Williams helped us do it. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much they worth? We're going August 16th. Okay. 
have four of them for you. First one is Madonna. Madonna. 64. 65. $227 million. Not very close. You want to try again? $700 million. $850 million. Damn, dude. Yeah. How about that? Good for her. There you go. Steve Carell. Oh, how fucking great is Steve Carell? I'm going to say uh, 59. Steve Carell, 61. Uh, $100 million. $80 million. Okay. Director, James Cameron. Dude, holy shit. Holy shit is right. Uh, 74. 69. Ooh. I'm going to say he is worth between Avatar, Titanic. Terminator. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of money in here. Dude, I'm going to say, I'm going to say he's 800 million. Dude, exactly right. I thought you were going to be under. Yeah. 800 million. Fuck. Almost as much as Madonna. How about that? Madonna's what? 850. God damn. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Get your shit together, Steve Carell. I'll be honest with you. I couldn't drive from here to Yuma with James Cameron. And no. Bored out of my fucking mind. Can you imagine? He goes, "Hey, I made a mixtape. What's on there?" <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> right. Yeah. What else is on there? Dude, that guy loves himself. Talking he about his does. Ve- talking about his vessel. He Why just shows went, up yeah. to drive in a wetsuit. Jesus Christ! You're like, we're driving in Arizona. Hey, we're going to drive right by the Salton Sea. Who's the chick that he uh, th- threw out as soon as she started aging? The girl from Terminator. What's her name? Linda Hamilton? Yeah. Fucking told her to get the fuck out of here when she yeah. started aging like crazy. You get the hell out of here, Linda. Get out of here. James Cameron. Worth 800 million. I can't be seen with you, you old bag. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All okay. right. Last one. Okay. And I think, honestly, I think she's one of the most underrated actresses of all time. Oh, and, hang on. Hang on. Let me yeah, think about this. You, you won't get it. Underrated actresses of all time. Charlene Tilton? No. no. This is a real deal. I'm not being a smart ass. All right, let me hear it. Angela Bassett. Oh, dude. Angela Bassett may be the hottest woman on the planet. Am I uh, right? She's underrated. She doesn't get the dude, credit she deserves. She is a machine. She's great. She's she the is. only reason I watched that dopey... I watched like four episodes of that 911 show that she was on. Her oh, and really? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, I love Angela Bassett. She's awesome. She was so fucking good in that Tina Turner movie. She's great in everything. Dude, she's she was, great she in Black Panther. E- she was, yeah, she's great in that. She was great in when she was on ER. She was great in Boys in the Hood. She's always oh, great. right. Yeah, I'd hang out with her. She wouldn't hang out with us at all. Really? We have a better chance of getting Larry Lucchino in here than Angela Bassett. Well, we do. We have a good chance of that. Um, you don't think if she was local, she would have come down for the anniversary show? No. We fucking... Uh, Carol made cookies. Dude, they were outstanding, by the way. Geeks are brought you, food? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That was so nice of everybody. Absolutely. Amy brought wings. My son, Cade, ate like 80 of them. Good. And face all messed up. Hey, these are good. I'm like, can you clean up a little bit? Can you clean up? Fuck. Yeah. Dude, uh, that group was so good. Angela Bassett, 54. 65. Shut up. Yeah, 65. She... She's right there with Julie Newmar on it. Take him down Thursday. <laughs> God, I wouldn't even have the strength to pick up my phone. Now, and my guess is you're going to overguess on this money. Say uh, $34 million. $30 million. God damn, she's perfect. There you go. Five random questions. Hey, all right. All right, here we go. You're too busy thinking about Angela Bassett to move on. Christ, yeah. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Have you ever stolen your kid's Halloween candy? No, I don't like that Kimmel bit. 
at all. That Kimmel bit bugs me, man. That's yeah. the kind of shit. But I mean, have you eaten your kids' candy? Like, you know. Well, yeah. Well, dude, I told you, when my kids were little, their first Halloween, they were probably four or five. They went uh, my mother-in-law's neighborhood. So one guy was a vet. The other guy was a doctor. So yeah. they had these goofy little jackets on. <laughs> and they had like a little plastic basket. Yeah. Of uh, like a pumpkin. Yeah. Kate went to two houses. All right, that's it. Two. Yeah, nice work ethic. That's what I told Jesus. you. Get your ass back out there. I just went complete Marv Marinovich. <laughs> right, we can go home. You're going to do push-ups all night. I'm going to turn the stove on and then turn it off, and you're going to touch it and tell me when it's cooled down. <laughs> you're going to keep licking this 9-volt battery until, yeah. until we find one that, do- that doesn't have any charge left. Go ahead. Um, but, no, their mom is ridiculous. She should be brought up on charges. She's what's, like, what's her favorite candy? Dude, her mom looks like those guys at that uh, Nike store in East L.A. She just takes their bag and just walks away from them. Really? She, she doesn't care. She'll go anything. They're usually, they used to be really nice. And, I mean, they haven't gone out for Halloween in three years. But at the start, they were really nice. And they'd bring you like a mini Snickers or a Reese's, yeah. right? Yep. And I said to them one time, you don't have to give everything to your mom. Some of it's for you. And she told me, mind your business. Really? Yeah. Mind your business. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, the one I heard the other day, be careful. If somebody ever tells you, you do you, that means that's a fuck you. It is? Yeah. I think it is a fuck you. And no, I was confirmed the other day. Yeah. Who told you? I have fucking kin Toronto. She goes, hey, you ever hear somebody tell you, you do you? She goes, that, that's a fuck yeah. you. I was yeah. like, you fucking told me you do you. She goes, oh, yeah, I did. She goes, well, I was preheated. God damn. I'll look out for that. I haven't had someone Watch say that out for in that. a long time. I'll look out for that one. I do have a friend of mine that, that you know as well, but when she gets mad and she tells you to fuck off yeah. or, or fuck you, yeah, she always has to throw in something in there besides the fuck you. She, I noticed that. She always okay. goes, fuck you and your stupid haircut. Or fuck you and that <laughs> stupid hat you're wearing. Like she has to hit, hit you twice. I like that. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. That's creative. Yeah. Every, That's pretty good. Makes me laugh. I like, would laugh like every the, time. I'm like, like the fuck you wasn't enough? Yeah. No, I'd, I'd be like, if you just said fuck you, I'd probably be upset. <laughs> but the fact that you just keep changing it yeah. up. Yeah. Now I'm like, what's wrong with my hair? What? I think that's great. <laughs> um, no, I didn't really have to steal anything. They were always pretty nice and shared. What about you? Oh, of course. I always take whatever candy's left over. I'm always looking for something. My kids were always into, both of them were into like sour candy. And I was always yeah. into chocolate. So I knew they weren't going to eat the chocolate shit. Dude, they were funny the other night. We were talking about uh, different things. I don't know. Something came up about Sweden. Was Sweden in the news the other day? I, maybe the, uh, oh. I don't know. World Cup or something. They're like, they are talking about something from Sweden. Like, the only thing we know is Swedish fish, and that sucked. They if anybody, suck. Swedish fish sucked. If anybody gave us Swedish fish. Yeah, I'd eat candy corn before Swedish fish. Yeah. They wanted to go back and fight people. <laughs> you ever have anyone give you pennies? Dude, I just chuck them <laughs> right at their cat. The I le- did not. The lady right next to me. Pennies? Growing up used to give us an apple Bullshit. and three pennies. Dude, that apple is going right in your tailpipe. And I'm not talking about the one on the car, lady. <laughs> Turn around. You get it. All right, here we go. Have you ever pretended to love a present you secretly hated? 
Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. We all have, right? Yeah. It sucks, right? When you bust your ass getting an also nice present for Christmas and then you get some kind of shitty and you just got to do the smile. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's just people that um, it's kind of fucked up. People don't really get it. Yeah. Um, like, if you don't know, just give people a gift card. You're not punking out. Yeah. You're really not. I think most people would rather have the gift card than have your shitty effort. Yeah. Let me know if someone's walking up behind me. Dude, it's weird. That I, light I thought, was flashing. I thought I saw something behind me, and no. then I, I looked at your face. You looked like someone was walking up Dude, behind it me. was weird. It looked like for a second, there's just the, the red security. We got the garage door all the yeah. way open. Perfect out tonight. Yeah, because it was 800 degrees with the clothes. Yeah, and... Uh, the the red light's blinking, but I swear it looked like like the yeah. cops had somebody yeah. pulled over. Like something caught my eye, and I was like, what "Yeah, the fuck? weird." Yeah, I just want to take one in the back. Yeah, right. All right. Have you ever stolen office supplies, dude? It's like that thing. I I don't not I mean, on purpose, I, but you have stuff at home that probably has company stuff on. Like I guarantee you have KFMB pens. Oh, um, oh, you know what I stole. I mean, I stole about forty of these. <laughs> Those pads of paper, huh? Kogo. I remember that. No pads. But you know the thing I never stole that I should have stolen were mic flags. Yeah. Like, I have guys that stole mic. Did you steal mic flags? Of course flags? I did. I got a bunch of them in a shoebox somewhere. But I, have a, I used to have oh, them. What are you going to do with those? Nothing. Well, mic flags were important at one time. Yeah. They used to pay you if you could get the mic flag on TV. Yeah. And so it was always a big deal. I do. I have, like, I have extra sports 690 mic flags. I oh, got, that's yeah, cool. I got one of the, old, the original ESPN ones that clip on the mic. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, um, I would have liked the KFMB one that we updated when we changed from the boring royal blue and white to, to we went kind of navy and red with the fryer on it. I don't have that one, but I stole the other one. That, that one was pretty cool. Yeah. And then I've got, you know, I've got. Dude, the, I honestly got, I think I have like 15 or 20 of them. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I'll find them. I like. Um, what does happen here? I've got an upper deck mic flag. We were going to okay. do an upper deck podcast and it didn't work out, but I've got an upper deck mic flag. I'll steal that fucking thing. <laughs> um, I got a dang direct TV just for us. What yeah. the fuck is going a on? Hurricane, man. That's it. Get ready. Stormwatch. Stormwatch. Um, no, Speaking I mean. Speaking of direct TV, by the way, you might have brought this up and I thought you were wrong. Mm -hmm. I, it's only on YouTube. It's not direct TV football this year. Unless you have a restaurant, if you ever if you own a restaurant, you can get Directv Sunday ticket. Oh, but, really? But, but I had to pay for YouTube this year. It's like four hundred bucks. You can't. You couldn't get it on the stream. Well, it, it, that includes streaming it if you want to put it on your devices. Dude, I don't. Um, I guess maybe I'd look into Red Zone for Raider games. Yeah. But I just or uh, or Sunday ticket. Okay, so I don't get I don't get Fox TV anymore because they. Dude, it was weird. It was back, and then we lost it. It's 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 off. Yeah. So, watch. but it was I'm, back for like two weeks. Was it really? I yeah. never flip over. So it's uh, there. It is. It's off. Dude, it's really weird. Yeah. It's so, been back a couple of different times, and then it goes away. Okay, so this is what I think I'm going to do for the World Series because I'm okay. freaking out. I'm freaking about the NFL, but I'm freaking about the World Series even more right now. Oh, they'll get it. Figured I, that's out what I'm going. It's been like two months. I think I'm going to. Uh, I think I'm going to do that free ten day deal of YouTube TV. Did YouTube TV? Otherwise, I'm shit. watching the World Series in Spanish this year. Yeah, YouTube TV shit overpriced. Yeah. They keep jacking the price up. You don't get any sports channels. You should get rid of all these stupid boxes that they charge you for and just get Directv Stream. It's great. Yeah, fuck, dude. God, I pay ridiculous. It's on every fucking TV. I only have two smart TVs in the house. 
No, but get a Roku. 34 bucks. I tried to get the motherfucking Roku, and I couldn't get it to, to work at all. I'll set it up, for Christ's That's sake. What Josh said the same thing. Guess what? I couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. Anybody shocked by that? Everybody Jesus. shocked? Fucking every night, the show goes up nine hours from now. I can't set Shut up. Shut the Roku. fuck up. Fuck <laughs> before you, even, bitch. before you even get to the freeway. Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. All right, here we go. Two, okay. two more. Wait, what was the last thing? Have office you ever stolen supplies. office supplies? Um, yeah, you have. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When you get sick, do you check WebMD? No, no, but I don't. I, I always think of the office every time at WebMD. Dude, that's me when, when my fucking fake staff, like James Hughes, fakes like he's sick. Me and Jason Hernandez check immediately. Hernandez, get in here. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, hello. Oh, what's up? We're just checking in on you. Yeah, no, we had a few guys. Yeah, I've been accused of, of that office move. When yeah. guys <laughs> calling sick on a Monday after a three-day weekend. Oh, really? Really? What's going on? What are you feeling? What are you feeling? <laughs> oh, interesting. And uh, you feeling it? You have a fever? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Seems like you got a case of the fakes. Get the fuck in here. Um, no, the greatest WebMD story... When I went in, had surgery. Yeah. May have said this at the time on the air. Um, but it was unbelievable. My friend Dave Cobble, who was love like family, becoming a very close friend of mine at work. He was very concerned about my well-being. So he called me. And I don't even know if I was out of the hospital. And Dave said that he and his husband, Leo, had been investigating. <laughs> Dave, I swear to God, I'm in the fucking hospital. I got 90 stitches in me. I swear to God, I couldn't breathe. So he goes, I've been researching what's going on, and I think I found the answer on WebMD. I go, okay. And he said, there was a story of somebody very, very close to what happened to you. And they went to this restaurant. They went to a barbecue restaurant, and they found that they were very, very sick, and they went in, they performed surgery, they couldn't figure out what happened. And it turned out, eventually, they realized that they had gone to a barbecue restaurant. And at the barbecue restaurant, Sean and, and Phil and everybody else uh, are like, what? <laughs> at this barbecue restaurant, neither of those guys, San Diego Bar, this was in yeah. Texas, they had cleaned the grill, and one of the metal bristles from the barbecue brush, you would know that if you ever used your well, grill. I have a brush. I just never used it. Yeah, brand new. And uh, it got into, somehow it got stuck onto the grill, then found its way into the food. It's like JFK, the magic bullet. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did this go nine different places? And somehow got lodged in the victim's intestine. Yeah. And then my man Cobble said, do you think this could have happened to you? Dave, I almost fucking fell out of the hospital bed. I go, dude, stop making me laugh. I don't think I ingested a wire brush from a random barbecue. But that's my favorite. He was looking out for me. There he was worried go. about his buddy. And, and listen, I'll always say, man, if people are nice enough to check in on you or be concerned about you, you're a very blessed person. And I'm blessed to have really good friends in my life. But Cobble and I, every time we go on the road, I'm like, dude, I am not going to that barbecue place. <laughs> Bristle brushers. So, no, I have friends that check WebMD. Do you? 
Uh, no, I don't. I don't have anyone that ever tells me what I have. You know, no. I also don't share, share a lot. All right. Well, my yeah. friend Cobble, he'll he'll bring in. We probably have to give him a shirt. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Last one. Okay. Have you ever accidentally texted something embarrassing yes. to the wrong person? Yes. I have done Most that. Most people have, right? Yeah. I used to be the king of talking about someone not realizing we were in a group text. Like, I haven't it, done that for a while. Like so bad that I have a friend of mine saying, don't forget you're in a group text. Dude, that's pretty embarrassing. Um, yeah, I've gotten... But Dave, one of the things you give me shit about, yeah, dude, I delete all my text almost immediately. Yeah, I get rid of them, so there's no long threads, uh, dude. My ex-wife, my friend Joe Carlo, dude, they have these. They use them against me all the time. They screenshot and throw things back at you, dude. Dude, Erica just has a whole list, taking up her whole fucking phone. Just what a fun to way you. to go through life. Just waiting to get you. I know they're terrible. <laughs> Uh, so no, thankfully I haven't said anything too bad there in you a go. long time. Um, really exciting news. We may have an update, but the first thing is we're counting down to Stormwatch. Stormwatch Monday night, Dave, right? Yeah, we can live do it from Sunday the garage. Monday, you tell me. Let's go live from the garage for Stormwatch. All right. Can we try to do it with the garage door open? <laughs> Probably, dude, if it's as windy as they say, it's going to go right through the microphone. That would be fucking great. I'm the guy whose back is to the fucking door. Oh, I'm going to get soaked. How? What's my range with my mic cable? Not very far. Dude, you're going to get electrocuted. This thing's plugged into the ground, dude. Dave, I'm out here. Uh, not sure if you can see. I'm at the end of the driveway. Boy, things are surely picking up down here. Oh, hang on. Hang on. No, that was just a little rain. Sorry, I thought it was a stop sign flying by. <laughs> It'll be me and uh, Ed Linderman. <laughs> Great. Great. What do you mean, great? Uh, Ed's a super a, nice guy. It's not a shot at Ed. Dude, maybe as long as he's not booked on that fucking Sully show, we'll, uh, we'll try to get him in here. When are you going back on that show? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going back on. Bring I, your Letterman's jacket. Yeah. That's what that fucking show is. I love those dudes. I love Sully. I love Tommy. Am I the only guy watching that show on the weekend? No, I, you got me watching it now. It's great. Yeah, I literally, I fast forward. I hate to say it. I you fast, do? I, yeah, because I, I don't care about the conversation, but I want to hear what they're going to say when they come out. Dude, they got to fucking let those guys open it up and bring other... They can't bring Jagger and Christy in. They're not allowed to. They're only if they work for iHeart. Yeah. I, they won't. Dude, they just run this... You know what's funny? Uh, They've had everybody from iHeart through there. Yeah. You ever notice they don't bring that little dickhead DeMaio in there? Yeah. boy, Sully. Good. Oh boy, Sully. Yeah. That's right. I love Sully. That's I love Sully one. and I love Tommy. Why don't they bring in, uh, what's her face? Um, Dude, they brought in that dipshit Slater. He's the most boring guy in San Diego, but he was actually pretty fun on that show. I just uh, I just completely drew a blank. Allie Wagner? No, our Allie friend. Wagner's great. Hold on, love wait. Um, who's the girl in the morning on Kogo, our, our favorite yeah, person? Yeah, where's LaDonna? LaDonna. LaDonna Dude, should be well, in there. they should bring LaDonna and Ted in. Yeah. But I think they tape like right after those guys, don't they? They those tape are, like eleven in the morning. But I think Ladonna and Ted, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, dude, Ladonna and Ted are great. Yep, absolutely, that would All be right. great. Uh, everybody, be safe out there. Don't worry about us. We will find a way to fight the elements. Stormwatch twenty twenty three Monday night right here. <laughs> All right.
together, let's have a ball Talk about things not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock a couple of times Look at that Door. I laughed so hard I 